and this one's so simple it's ridiculous i just so the big question is what a top agent's doing to absolutely crush it in real estate to get the answers we interview the top real estate agents to learn their secrets to success if you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business then head over to eliteagentsecrets.com partner or you can just click the link in the description below my name is andrew dunn and my name is peter michael Welcome to Lead Agent Secrets. But I think this this leads us really nicely into segue number two, which is learn to leverage systems and people, people and systems. Now you have more leverage. Now you have a team. You don't have to take on these problems by yourself. So why yep. is that so important as you continue growing in your business and, and transition maybe from a single agent to a single agent with support staff or a single agent to a team? Talk to yeah, me and, and even even before that, like leverage doesn't need to be people leverage either. Systems leverage is where I started. So I pushed that really hard. You know, the very first thing that I dove into pretty hard was the CRM to figure out, okay, cool. I've got this tool that does so many things, yet most realtors aren't using them. So, okay, what do I need to learn? And then I started building systems in there, systems to make sure that I don't forget talking to my people systems to make sure that when somebody closes that I'm continuing to touch them on their birthdays, anniversary, doing a portfolio review at the end of every year, getting new insurance and quotes for them every two years, like all of this stuff we systemize. So I don't have to think about it. Lead comes in, they go on this program. From there, they start talking to me. They come in for a buyer consult. They go to this program. Now they're searching for homes. They go into this one. Now they're post-close. They go into this one. Like I never have to think about it. If I log in, and I do what my CRM says because it's the first system I built, then I'm good. I'm golden. Like not, nothing's going to go wrong. I'm not going to forget anything. I'm not going to any of that. And this goes for any system that you're putting in place. Like we all have them. It's just a matter of are they efficient or not? You know, when we all go to an open house, we have a system. We go print out the MLS flyers. We, you know, get some from our lender. We call our lender, see if they're, you know, whatever your steps are, you've got a process. Now streamline it and see how quickly you can do it so that you can now, instead of doing one open house that takes up all of your energy for the weekend, you can now knock out three for the same amount of energy. Now your output is higher. And then from there, that's when you start transitioning. You know, I think, I honestly think it's a little silly that a lot of real estate agents don't have transaction coordinators, especially when you can pay them per transactions. And there's tons of them out there. Like that's your first easy piece of leverage spend that 300 or $500, whatever it is per transaction to take that off your plate. A TC should take 14 hours per deal off your plate. 14 hours. You know what you do in 14 hours? Get more business. Oh, or, prospect. Yeah, prospect. <laughs> or enjoy your time. Like I'm not all hustle, hustle, hustle. Like if you're selling 30 a year and that's where you want to be at, like hiring a TC is just going to give you more family time. Like do that thing. That's a smart move, you know? The first thing I did when I got into this business was hire a TC. I have never touched my paperwork. The only paperwork I touch is because it's literally for uploads is rentals. That's even if I do them. And, ha- and it literally takes me 15 minutes because all you have to do is send out four disclosures, CTL, and the lease, and you're done. Oh, and then you upload the check. <laughs> you get paid, right? So it's it's literally so easy. But my file, if I were to take it on, it would be a dumpster fire. I would never get paid because I would never fucking do it. Yep. So I, I love I, that. I think I think more agents need to go in that direction because we're we got into this industry because we like people. We're people, people. We're not a lot of us aren't task oriented people that are you know just let somebody else handle it. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. I love that. 
Um, when it comes to the CRM, I got to ask because people are going to ask, what CRM did you pick? Why did you pick it? Would you use the CRM that you have now or is it because you've been using it for a while and it's all set up? I've, I've used a lot of CRMs. I've, uh, you know, I've only been in this nine years. I've probably used nine CRMs at this point. Not kidding. Um, and a lot of that is just trying to figure it out. So I started out at, at Keller Williams and their first one was market leader. So that was the first one I built out. And then I tried Brivity for a while because I wanted transaction coordinator coordination in there as well. That didn't really work out so well. I've tried KV Core, Follow Up Boss, and we're currently on Chime. Um, I'm going to be honest, my favorite of all of them, Follow Up Boss, hands down, like just without a thought. Um, but just because it's well, laid why, out. Why is that? Because Chime is a little bit more expensive, right? Follow Up Boss is less expensive, but it's still an amazing platform. And the other ones are well, fair contenders, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think so too. I, th I think I liked Follow Up Boss because first, as I was building a team, that's the one most of my agents like, but mainly because it was user friendly. It was very easy. Now, at the time, I don't know if they have it now, but when I was using it, they didn't have all the extras that Chime and KB Core have, or even Boomtown. I had that for a, a short period of time as well, where you could buy leads directly in there and all of that stuff. I don't know if Follow Up Boss has that. I can't remember. Um, if they did, we weren't using it at the time, but just, just the reporting of it and the usage of it was really good. And the reporting was good for me as a team leader. Cause now I could look at everything at a glance. And I feel like with some of the other CRMs that I've used, it's not as clean. Yeah. I think follow up boss is definitely very, very strong. And it's one of their major strengths is the reporting and the transparency. Now, there are some other things that are left to be desired still, but hey, can't have it all. There, I, I have not found a perfect CRM yet, and I'm, I don't want to build one either. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. So uh, to unpack the systems portion a little bit more is, okay, CRM for basic lead management, lead nurture, and having some kind of automated tasks and sequences to follow up with your leads. But then you also said um, that you have other cadences, whether somebody's a buyer, whether somebody's a seller. So I'm assuming there's other systems in place. So if I'm a brand new agent looking to put the most essential systems in place, what are they and how do I execute on that? So I'll just give you how I did it and you guys can rip it off and, and do what you need to. So number one, you need an email campaign. This is like basic one-on-one. Every Every CRM is going to have some in there, but they're, they're, I've never found one that's really good. So what I did is I went to like 10, maybe five to 10 people's um, websites that were very, very high producers in different parts of the country. And I signed up on their website as a buyer. And then I wrote down their cadence. How many times did they call me? When did they call me? What did they say? What emails were sent to me? What was the cadence of the email? Did they put an emoji in the title? I, I kept a little spreadsheet. I know I'm a little bit of a nerd like that, but I kept a spreadsheet and I just looked at it all. And then I ripped it off and duplicated it. I literally took other people's emails and I changed it for me. And that's what I created as my email uh, attack plan. Now, my buyer attack program goes on for a thousand and one hundred days. So eleven hundred and some odd days. And it's just always, it's automatic and it's using these major, major people's email campaigns because I guarantee they're spending money on it. I can guarantee somebody at the height of their game is trying to tweak their email open rates from 3% to 9%. And I would rather just start out the gate that way. 
So that's number one. Sign up for a bunch of them. Copy what they do. If they called you 15 times in four days, that's your cadence. Like they're doing it at a big level for a reason. Um, the second one that I did was the, and this one's so simple. It's ridiculous. I just put in a three month window. So every 90 days where it was just a reminder for me to reach out to my sphere of influence. So then I put every one of my sphere of influence on a 90 day touch program. So every 90 days, it just says, Hey, call Peter. Hey, call John. Hey, call whatever. And then I make my manual touches then. And then from there, for the online leads, if you're getting any of those or anything like that, just build out some very basic um, uh, uh, response times, like a one day, a three day, a seven day, a 14 day. Like that's the cadence. Every 14 days, it gives you a reminder. Every seven days, so on and so forth. And do this for you know 30 days, 60 and 90 as well. Build in all of those. When the lead comes in, they start out on that one day plan. Just call them every single day until they pick up. Do that for two weeks. It doesn't work. Okay, scale it back to a week. They should be on that email plan as you're going as well. But you just keep moving them in these different pipelines. Okay, somebody says they're six months out. I put them on a one month reminder. I let them know as well on the phone call. Okay, great. You're six months out. You know, it might be a little bit early. I'd like to set you up on some home alerts. Okay, cool. We do all of that. And then I'll contact you in about a month and just see how it's going. Is that all right with you? Yes, it is. Okay, great. Call them in a month. Now they say they're four months out. Okay, now I'm going to scale that back to two weeks. So you just take them off one plan, put them on the other. And all this really is, is just think of a, an old school Rolodex for those of you guys that are old enough for that. Like we're just doing it online and it's just to make sure that you never forget it so that that lead bleed isn't that high, right? Because that's a really big thing in our industry. Hey, I just wanted to jump in here and let you know if you would like access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to eliteagentsecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. Now back to the show. Yeah, the biggest problem that I'm having right now is sometimes I don't get to those. And like right now I have 120 overdue tasks and I'm like dreading diving in there, but I know it's just going to continue getting better. And I'm, I'm not better, bigger. Like the, the list is just going to continue getting longer and longer. But, but you, you're right on. I have something similar depending on the buyer classification, like a buyer A, buyer B, buyer C. Buyer A, every two to three days, there's an auto task call them, text them type of thing. Buyer B every 21 days, right? Buyers, no, buyer B every 15 days or 14 days, because like about every two weeks or so. And then buyer C, which, you know, they're, they're a little bit further out every 21 days. So at least like once a month or once every other month type of thing. Super smart. You're doing the exact same thing. We just did it in like a slightly different way. And that's perfect. Like, yeah, that is really smart. That that's a great way to constantly stay in touch with them and never forget. Cause here's what most agents do. The lead comes in, they talk to them, they have a good conversation. They say they're six months out. Well, three months down the road, they were on Zillow and they found something and you haven't contacted them because you're waiting the six months, right? Then they call the Zillow agent and that's how, that's how Zillow wins right there, right? Because you weren't following up with them. The average prospect is talking to seven real estate agents before they purchase seven, or at least they're on seven websites. That's, that's directly from the consumer. Um, so you've got to beat them. You need to be cont contacting them more without being creepy. Don't contact them every day. If they're six months out, you know, trying to do a little pillow talk at the end of the night, that's not a good idea. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's got to be relative to where they are in the process. Really, that's what we're talking about here, right? 100%. Because if somebody's out six months, like they don't want to fucking hear from you every day or every other day, yep. breathing down their neck. 
but six months out, cut it in half. Know that there are probably three months. And at three months, that's when the follow-up happens every other week. Because when they're ready to go, you have to be top of mind. You have to have created enough mind share, right? Yep, bingo. So, so we got the CRM. We got the follow-up system. Is there any other system that then must be in place in the next order of business? Um, I mean, those are the kind of ones that I started out with. We've got some other ones now, like we do a sold program and that kind of connects to a couple of different things. Um, and that way, as soon as they close that they're getting all of these touches. And, and of course now I'm leveraged out with, with, uh, six admin. So I've got a girl that helps with the sold program and, um, you know, a bunch of other folks, but they can go in there and help my agents out and put in birthdays, anniversaries, purchase anniversaries, portfolio reviews. Uh, we put them on homebot.ai. That's a really cheap tool. Uh, if you guys aren't using it, um, it just gives them the information on their house, like what it's worth and things like that. And, a very good tool for like 25 bucks a month. And then we also use, um, I think it's called sendoutcards.com. It's like a hundred bucks a month. All you can send out, all the, the personalized postcards you can send out, shipped everything out the door. And then, so we put all of our people on a one month, um, re- re- I mean, on a three month response on that, where every three months we just send like a big fat number on a postcard. $814,204, right? And whatever that is, and we're just pulling it right from HomeBot of whatever their value is. And then on the back, it just says something along the lines of like, hey, this is what we believe your home is worth right now. If this seems inaccurate, please give your agent a call. Boom. And we just send that. So it's just another little touch. Um, we put them on email campaigns, newsletters, all of that fun stuff as well. Um, but you really don't need to do like, that's a brand new program that we've only been doing for like two years. So that's kind of down the road stuff. I think once you get those basics in place, now you can start focusing on people a little bit more. Um, and you got to make the jump before you think you're ready. That's the biggest thing when I'm, when I'm, you know, talking, I've I've got a lot of mentees, excuse me, across the country. And the biggest thing that I see with agents is they get to a certain point and they're not ready to make the jump into leverage or into people. Um, They don't want to hire the TC. They don't want to hire the executive admin, the video editors, the social media girl, whatever it is, because they don't feel like they're quite there yet. But the funny thing is, once you add that leverage in, it's going to work itself out as long as you do everything right. So, and then, you know, a lot of people look at the salary. Okay, well, I'm going to spend $40,000 for an assistant over a year. And that's the risk. Well, the real risk is only like three weeks to a month. You'll find out real quick if they're not a good fit for you. So the risk is actually pretty minor. And then they're going to take so much off your plate that you can then focus on doing the other things more and more and more. Like you should be taking everything off your plate, except for the things that you're really good at. Like if you're a rock star open house agent, you should be doing five of those a week. What can you take off your plate with leverage so that you can just demolish open houses? If you're a cold caller, okay, cool. You only got three hours per day that you can cold call because the other five are spent in appointments and doing paperwork and on the phone with clients. And all. what can you take off so that you can now do five hours of cold calling and double your business overnight? You know? Yeah, this is, this is great because leverage, right? Everything we're talking about here is creating more and more leverage. Whether it's systems, whether it's people, whether it's just having a process and procedure so you're more efficient. I mean, I'm guilty of this right now. I'm still building out the systems because I talk to so many people a day. I have to follow back up with them. I literally just had somebody send me a pre-approval and I'm like, 
fuck, when did I talk to them? Oh, shit. <laughs> I talked to them two or three days ago. I, like, but here's the thing. I went to their contact because I have a system where I was on the phone with them. I took notes and I put it in the notes section of my iPhone that then synced up with my CRM. So it's all there. Perfect. You know? That's exactly what it should be. You, you, when you're doing this at a big level, like you are going to be contacting a ton of people and you are not going to remember. I've got a girl on my team that she just hit her three month mark. And because of the lead flow that we provide and all this stuff, she was like, I'm already getting to the point where I'm forgetting some of these conversations. And so those little systems right that help. But then here's the thing, because I have a system just like you in a CRM, I have a note about somebody's vacation and yep. I will call, let's say, Susie. Hey, Susie, how was your vacation to Las Vegas? How was that concert? And she's like, how do you remember that? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. It's important. It's because it's important to you to share with me, you know, but it's because yeah. I haven't known. I'm not, you know, I, I can't remember what I ate for dinner last night. And it was a few hours ago. <laughs> you get a long breakfast, you know. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. 